Welcome to the Oral Report, the sexual exploration podcast that goes beyond sex ed, where we share, advise, and make the world a better place. One orgasm at a time. Hi, Andra. Hi, Caitlin. How are you? I am okay. I think a bus broke down in front of my building, so it was just kind of like stalling there. Oh, is it being loud? Uh, I mean, it's not like talking, yeah. but it is like I hear the engine. Oh. Kind of well, Sorry. more okay. fun, fun and games and adventures of your studio. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you have anything that's turning you on this week? Yeah, I'm like a couple things. Cool. One, spring cleaning. I think I might have used this one before, but like I'm just trying to get rid of a lot of stuff right now, which is really nice. Yeah. Um. I'm like kind of doing that like Marie Kondo method where like you pick a thing up and you're like, hmm, does this give me joy or not? But like also I'm just throwing stuff out. So yeah, that's cool. Is it working? The Yeah, I just like when I moved into this place, I accumulated a lot more shit. Yeah. And like I already felt like I had too much stuff to begin with. Mm -hmm. So hopefully I'll be able to at least kind of like even out the score for when I move again. Right. Which is hopefully soon. Yeah, well, yes, it will be soon. Nice. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Definitely need to do some spring cleaning, but that means I would have to have a day off. Right, exactly. Which, for some reason, I had, like, the three last few days off, which has been really nice, but also, like, big question mark. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, Um, especially because we are (laughs) short-staffed. Yeah, I know, huh? (laughs) Yeah, don't get it, but. So, whatever, but what's actually been turning me on is, well, Sadly, I get super horny when I'm on my period, which yeah. is really upsetting. And I'd also, I don't really know what kind of biological sense it makes. I think, well, yeah, because I mean, I thought you're supposed to get horny like right before your period because it's like your body's last last ditch effort to be like, get pregnant. Oh, well, yeah. it, you're supposed to be like super fertile once, like when you're ovulating. Yeah. And that's usually like right after so I don't know but anyways I get super horny while I'm bleeding which is upsetting because I mean period sex is fine but like then it's just kind of like a whole thing and right um they don't typically have sex while I'm on my period but I get horny and I like want to do it and so mm-hmm. I like really wanted to so instead of that like I've just been doing a little bit of like more butt stuff ah yes like the christians do yes like the christians do it i've been doing uh, jesus sex jesus sex of course yes yeah which is nice but also i can't do it for that long because then i just like cash out and i'm like yeah yeah i feel like butt stuff is is definitely more short-lived yeah yeah but still enjoyable but it is yeah it's kind of enjoyable and then like we at least get to like be intimate and like right exactly (laughs) Yeah. And you get to involve the Lord. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like, <laughs> holy. <laughs> so that's cool. What's turning you on? Um, so I definitely don't have a literal turn on right now, but um, I have just gotten a different job, which right. um, I'm pretty excited about. So I just kind of felt like, you know, when you're just, you just reach that period where like, you just need a shake up, you need yeah. something different and nothing's exciting anymore. And you're just like, yes, mildly help. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I just, you know, it wasn't really exciting me the way that it used to. And, 
you know, things like that. So I have switched it up and found another job that is closer to my house within walking distance. That's so nice. Yeah. So, um, almost done with that, but it just feels really nice to actually, cause like, I'm definitely one of those people that once I make up my mind about something, I have to act on it quickly. Otherwise it drives me crazy. Yeah. So you think you're going to quit other job or are you um, not yet? I'm going to, yeah. you know, give it a try. But one of my goals of getting this new job is to have a more consistent schedule. So that way. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And just have a little bit, I wouldn't say more free time, but a little bit more me time, I guess. Sure. Um, so if I am, <laughs> yeah, if I'm keeping the two jobs, I think I'm ultimately going to end up working a ton, but, sure. you it's know. like me time you can depend on, too, where, like, exactly. I just had three days of me time, and, like, I didn't need that much. Right, exactly, yeah. yes, and I, I'm a big, like, planner, and I like things, I like to know what's ahead, and so if I can have a consistent schedule, that will be phenomenal. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so we'll see. Um, Not quitting the other job yet, but who knows? Maybe who knows? All right, so what are we discussing today? Today, we're doing kind of a belated episode on the International Transgender Day of Visibility, um, which was and always is March 31st. Yep. Um, It occurs every year. Um, Not to be confused with the Trans Day of Remembrance, this day is about empowerment and celebration and um, celebrating accomplishments and survival of transgender people around the globe, um, raising awareness and uh, awareness of discrimination faced by right. the worldwide. Yes. And I, yeah, so that's, you know, definitely from, from some of the research that I was doing, uh, you know, it's, you know, not the remembrance. The remembrance is more of for people who have been targeted in like hate crimes um, and who have been, you know, harmed or even killed because of who they are so yeah so this is a nice um kind of flip side to that where especially I know like with this current climate and with our presidential situation um you know there's still still wins for the trans community and so that's what March 31st is for yeah and then this year's theme was surviving and thriving hashtag trans thriving Yes. And then there was another one. What was it? Um, hashtag TD. What is it? It's the trans day of the visibility. That would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. So it's hashtag TDOV. Cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And it was founded by this woman, Rachel Crandall, who is the head of transgender Michigan. Um, and she created this day in 2009 to celebrate the trans community in a positive light. She's also a registered psychotherapist who specializes in trans issues. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. I so like that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize that it had been going on since 2009. That's almost 10 years. I know. How crazy is that? That is 10 yeah. years. I yeah, also feel like 2009 was like two years ago. So Right? I also feel that way. She has a website, too. You can like visit. If you Google her name, she'll come up on her website. I cool. Think the whole say, her, say her name one more time. Her, her name is Rachel Crandall. I don't know if I'm saying the last name right, but it's Rachel, like R-A-C-H-E-L, um, Crandall, C-R-A-N-D-A-L-L. Cool. Nice. Yeah. So what else yeah. What else did you find out in your research? About the de- well, I, I did, I, there was an infographic with some really good um, statistics mm-hmm. on like 
celebrating a day where we can celebrate these people's lives. Um, so a few of them. I'm sorry, there's different... a st- statistic on why we should be celebrating no. these people's lives? <laughs> no, like statistics <laughs> that point towards like. Why oh, I was be... like, dear God, no, maybe be because no. they're people? <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, like, do we need a reason? Right, like, I don't think that there's no reason necessary, just right. just because. But in general, um, it, it, trans people face a lot uh, more discrimination and because of their still. gender expression. Right. Mm-hmm. So some of the things that I, well, I think I already was kind of aware of most of this, but some people might not be. Um, 80% of trans students feel unsafe at school because of their gender expression. Um, 41% of trans people have attempted suicide, which I knew. 41? Really high. Yeah. Wow. That is yeah. really high. And another statistic that I knew was really high for, well, trans people and the whole uh, community is one in five trans people have experienced homelessness. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's very high. Yeah. And then I also, I did some research on some resources. Um, so especially here in Chicago, but these resources should be able to give you information on um, outside of the city as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of my favorites that I found was through the Chicago House, which is a social service agency that serves individuals and families who are disenfranchised uh, by HIV or AIDS, um, marginalization in their community, poverty, homelessness, and or like gender nonconformity. Uh, they provide housing, employment services, medical linkage, and uh, retention services, HIV prevention services, legal services, and other supportive programs um it's the trans life care division or tlc in chicago houses uh, programming yeah um and i'll put their number in their email address on the show notes and i also found the trans youth family allies so this is information resources and outside links that help empower transgender youth their families and their peers so there's a bunch of different resources on that website um everywhere ranging from like education to um like groups and meetups and like services very cool and then i also found a list of in chicago trans friendly nightlife options Ooh. if you want to do a little bit of celebrating oh that's fun um, yeah find, name is yeah an lgbtq friendly business directory at chicagopride.com oh that's awesome cool yeah yeah and pride yeah. is coming up it is relatively have soon. Have you ever been to Chicago Pride? Um, I have a few years back. I tend to always be working, um, but I know in the past, I don't know, maybe it was a few years back. Like, it had gotten really rowdy. Oh, really? Yeah, like I, I think at one year people like flipped a car. Oh, like, don't do that. Yeah, so basically gone like straight riot mode, which is kind of crazy. Um, yeah, and I know it can be a very, very drunk festival. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which I mean, Chicago is a big drinking town to begin with. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I know because I like part partook in the um, parade and stuff mm-hmm. a few years back. So that's okay. been about five years ago. And yeah, for the most part. And of course, I was, you know, younger then. But um, I feel like a lot of people were just getting hammered. <laughs> sure. I've actually, I've never been able to go or watch. So like, yeah, sad. it's yeah. a really cool environment, you know, especially earlier in the day when things are a little bit more tame. 
Sure. Um, but you know, it's just really fun and very energetic and it's really cool. And I think, I think maybe they've kind of chilled out a little bit, um, because it was just getting a little out of hand. Sure. So, um, I think it may have calmed down a teeny bit, but still the parade yeah. itself is super cool. Huh. And there's usually, cool. you know, some, you know, somewhat famous or famous, you know, LGBTQ person right. who will sort of be like the, the guest of honor at the parade. Um, sure. Yeah. So that's fun. We'll definitely have to, cool. um, you know, do an episode, maybe even speak, maybe find oh, an organizer of the parade, perhaps. Ooh, yes. Ooh, I like that idea. Definitely. Yeah. Wheels are I turning. Like yeah, you find someone. Nice. Yeah. yeah, that'd be very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything else about um, the day of visibility? Um, I think, well, one of the, the takeaways that I kind of got from it is that, yes, there is the day of visibility, but also that it's, it's almost like they kind of set the intention for the year. Yeah. And, you know, um, thriving, uh, surviving and thriving um is definitely an important thing and you know for 2018 and not just for lgbtq but you know women and and people of color and everything so i think that's just kind of cool it's like i yeah, feel like it like, just sort of sets the intention for the whole year yeah i like that yeah keep using the hashtag right exactly and the hashtag is good to go whenever does not yeah for sure only pertain to march 31st so um I think that'd be kind of cool. And I think especially with, you know, some of the, um, some of the stuff that we do, we should start using it more. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I just like the whole like inclusive, um, aspect of it. Yeah. And I like what you said about like the intention setting and just like a day to do that and mm-hmm. like follow through the rest of the year. I think that's right. really cool and important. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess, um, you know, just keep the hashtag alive, the T D O V hashtag. <laughs> So that can help uh, shed some light and, uh, you know, make sure people, trans people feel supportive, supported, Mm -hmm. yeah, supported and included. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Great. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what I have on that. Me too. Um, Should we announce what's going on with you later this year? Yeah. Um, So developments in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to be leaving the city for about three months. It's like for the summer. Mm-hmm. So I will be on and off um, recording through uh, this app, Anchor, which turned out to be really nice. Uh, uh, not always going to be on, but when I can, I will be. because I will be traveling pretty heavily, right. um, touring a show, well, two shows. Two shows? Um, and after I'm singing, yeah. Yep. Wow, I didn't realize that. It, wait, so you have to learn two different shows that you're performing <laughs> simultaneously. Yeah, yeah. I leave um, in May, in the middle of May, to go rehearse uh, out of state, and then I will be touring. Yep. And when do you come back? Uh, early August. Right now, we're not assigned to like the specific region that we'll oh, be in. Right, so yeah. one of the tours ends on the 12th, and then the others end on like the 1st or something. So I won't know until I get back. Got it. But I will be back. What okay. what region do you hope you're going to be assigned to? Um, they're honestly all of them sound really cool. The only one that I'm like eh, hard pass is like the flat part of the Midwest. <laughs> or oh like yeah, down like in, like, uh, I don't know. like Oklahoma. Um, 
I wouldn't mind. There's one that's like Oklahoma, West Virginia. Like I wouldn't mind like the mountain area. I think that would be mm-hmm. really beautiful. Yeah. Um, but there is one that's like Ohio and Indiana, and it's like, ooh, no thanks. <laughs> I've already done that. You're like been there, done that. I'm from there. Yeah, I'm I know good. what that looks like. It's flat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's um, really but cool the other ones are mostly like. Yeah, thank you. The other ones are mostly like super southern. Um, yeah. Or like New England. There's one that's like New York, Louisiana. <laughs> doesn't oh, make any cool. sense but like yeah. yeah I don't those are very far apart <laughs> <laughs> yes but we'll see yeah most of them I'm just like oh yeah that'd be like a great opportunity so right yeah um do you know what your role is um I'm going to be playing multiple roles in the mm-hmm. shows um because it's like a two-person kind of thing cool That's yeah awesome. yeah but I'll definitely report back yeah absolutely well I mean we'll talk to you you know, yeah. a few times at least while you're Absolutely. out and about. We'll have some cool yeah. guests to take my place. Yes, yes, yeah. definitely. So, and we'll keep on rolling. So For sure. Yeah, well, congratulations on that. That's super Thanks. awesome. Thanks. I'm excited. I yeah, I'll, um, I will say more when I know more. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for listening to The Oral Report. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Oral Report or email us at the Oral Report Podcast at gmail.com to have your questions answered in a future episode.